everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today's show, we're on the Sex with Emily hotline. We'll be taking your calls, answering your questions. We have Anderson here. Are you interested in stepping up your squirting skills? Wondering how to deal with performance anxiety in a group setting? I know that happens. And how do you know when it's time to call it quits in unsatisfying marriage? All this and more. Thanks for listening. You know how I'm always encouraging you to get a little more adventurous in the bedroom? Well, our friends at Sport Sheets, you know, the ones who pioneered easy-to-use bondage gear, have just released the perfect products for your next adventure, the all-new Midnight line. Midnight is a collection of sophisticated, playful, and adventurous accessories like lace cuffs, blindfolds, and one of our favorites, a lace collar and leash. Hey, Producer Madison, remember that time I led you around the trade show wearing one? How was that for you? You know, um, surprisingly good. It's really comfy. Uh, I liked it more than yeah, I thought I would. I know, right? Fun for everyone. Want to turn up the adventure dial a little more? No problem. Midnight has a whole selection of high-quality nipple clamps that not only feel amazing, but are really beautiful, too. Hey, Producer Madison, remember that t- Just kidding. Okay, don't underestimate a little nipple play. Trust me. Each item in the Midnight Collection is made from the highest quality materials. Everything is nicely weighted and feels amazing to use. These are really the perfect way to bring a little special twist to your sexy playtime. Sportsheets has been keeping couples connected for more than 20 years, and the Midnight Collection is their latest masterpiece. To check out this or any of the other fun Sportsheet products, click the Sportsheets banner on my website or visit Sportsheets.com. That's S-P-O-R-T-S-H-E-E-T-S.com. into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can do so many things there because I love staying connected with you. I really do. And it's now it's easier than ever to keep up with me and support the show. So easy. At sexwithemily.com, you can go there and subscribe. And we've made it so easy for you because when you're there, you can subscribe to the newsletter, our social media, and most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. That makes us so happy. And we also have a store you can go shopping. And we're also updating the site every day. We've got amazing content, and you'll like it there. So everything sexwithemily.com. Um, that's where you find it, and it's at sexwithemily on social media. That's what's going on. That's what's on happening. That's what's happening. <gasps> Dude. What's up, Em? Hi. How are you? Congratulations. For what? Anderson is a father. Oh, that, yeah. You looked like a mature adult when you walked Stop in. Stop it. It was so weird. Stop it. I don't, want, I don't want to change. I don't you want to change. You were on time, A. Mm-hmm. For the first time in yeah. a while. Oh, well, maybe uh, that's because I was trying to get away. I know, dude. Now he's going to be here early. No, like, Can I, I work out of here? I got this baby at home. I got a baby. He's like uh, eight, nine days old now, maybe 10 days old. And uh, we got lucky. So far, so good. Knocking on wood. He's one of the good babies. He doesn't like have colic. He'd cry. When he cries, it's because he's either got a, a dirty diaper or he's hungry or he just wants to be held. So, so far, Aww. so good. Little Atticus. Uh, Atticus is pretty sweet. Yeah, That's I'm a really cute name. It. How'd you come up with that? 
uh, Jillian and I, she's my wife, uh, we were just, you know, when we found out she was pregnant, we were throwing names back and forth, as people do. I hated every single name she came up with, and she hated every single name I came up with. And then uh, after around f- uh, probably two weeks of that, she said Atticus, and I said, wait a minute. I kind of like it. Wow. I, I wasn't a big fan of that book, but I do like that no, name. No, it's a great name. Addie. Addie. But, you know, like every time I'd come up with a name, she or she'd come up with a name, I'd be like, you know, make a, a rhyme with it. Like, she'd say Larry. And I'd be like, that's like Larry Ferry. It's not going to work. And it's going to be made fun of. But we didn't have anything for Atticus. But now that he's alive, I'm already making fun of him. I'm calling him Fatty Addie every time oh, that he's uh, hungry. Oh, that's nice. You're just going to get out of the way. Every time he cries, I call him Braddy Addie. I'm like, oh, that's right there. I didn't see it, though. That's okay. I didn't think, think anything rhymed. kids are that mean? Oh, they are mean. Hell yeah! You'll be like, um, you'll be like, what's what's his name? Uh, the comedian. There's a lot of comedians. No, little um, our little friend. Oh, Brad Williams. Williams. Whose dad was like, dude, this is going to be your struggle your entire life because he's a little person. He's a little. He calls himself a midget, so we can say it. Yeah, and so he's like, when he was like seven, his dad was like, try to get these Fruit Loops. He'd put them on like the, you know, like make him struggle for it. Struggle. He's like, this is what's going to happen. So you're or Johnny Cash called with that song, uh, "Boy Named Sue." Named, right. named his kid Sue, so he had to like learn to fight. That, see, Anyways, it might work. So I like, that I like, like your my parenting baby. skills are kind of going very really well. They're yeah. awesome. It's already I, burping him is like one of the most satisfying things I've ever done in my life. Really, I love it. What does it feel like? So, how does it feel when you like, like how, you were in the hospital? Yeah, were you there for the delivery? I was there for the, the, the delivery. The wife gave me a very, very. Um, specific instructions, and that was do not peek, do not go down there, do not see anything that's <laughs> happening, stay up here uh, over my shoulder. So, And then like in between pushing, she'd look at me and she'd go, are you peeking? And I'm like, no, honey, I'm not looking and at the And her thing. reasoning was? She didn't want me to see that part of her body being torn apart. I understand. Because she knows me, too. I want to see everything and do everything. So I would have definitely been right down and there. you would have obsessed it. about it and it probably would have got stuck in your brain because she knows how you think because you 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 remember everything and yeah. you go with it. She's she so right. The, I think she had the right call but uh, you know, at that point if she asked me to stand in the corner on my head and like sing You would the, do anything. I would have done anything that she wanted. So you didn't do. say anything until, the, until Atticus's head popped out. Didn't see it until they actually pulled his head like I saw his little body at first like his little face at first and then they put him on her and it was very emotional, and I even welled up. I wasn't sure. I didn't know if I was gonna <laughs> you like even really welled up. I didn't know if I was gonna like you know lose it or. But I, I I stayed composed, and I you know little little tears. But I was just happy to see that he was healthy, and because it's it's terrific, right? It's it's I mean it's it's horrific. It's and it's terrific as well. But like he came out, and you know, the, the cords around his neck, his face is like a deep blue color, which right. I learned later is normal, and his yeah. body's they, all why gray. I tell you that before, so you don't worry. Like, I, I had heard some blue. things. I had right. heard some like the the body being gray and whatnot. But yeah, what I do is I was watching the nurses faces to see if they were panicking and they looked like they were determined to get the cord out but they weren't like pulling out switchblades to cut it right you know what i mean they weren't like paging the doctors and stuff and then they had me cut the umbilical cord all <gasps> that stuff and uh you know within 30 minutes i was like i felt like i knew the kid it's really it is very odd wow. it's very strange yeah well i'm wow that's great i'm really i'm really happy for you. I'm so uh, i can't wait to come meet hey him. it was created by he was created by sex True. Yeah. So you've had sex. Is it weird to like look at the world? Start talking about your sex. Look at giant like uh, just crowds of people and think every single one of them is the product of sex. Yes. It's very exactly. Well, that's why uh, we do what we do because it's amazing. It's important. Sex is so important fundamentally because that's how we come onto this earth. But yet we and it's 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 a main source of pleasure that's essentially free. Mm -hmm. It's pretty free. Yeah, and we can all experience it for most. But yet. But yet, we make it so difficult, too. It's sort of like everything. Well, right? that's where the, you come the in, The lightness em. and the darkness and yeah. everything. That, that sex can be so challenging and so beautiful. It right. can give life, and it can give you a premature ejaculation, mm-hmm. which can be a struggle for some. It can, it can be the worst part or of your day or the best part. Right. Exactly. 
So um, I'm glad you had sex efficiently. Thank you. And um, hopefully um, you enjoyed it yeah, too. Yeah, because we were told, and then we'll get off baby Atticus and we'll move on with the uh, yes. more important thing, which is the calls. Lube, actually, I can't wait to talk about lube and the Dude, calls. I'm so excited oh, that we've I'm called. actually way more important uh, and, and more excited to talk about groupersthemovie.com, if we may, and especially uh, your perk, because there is a way that people can come hang out and have brunch with you. I know, which and is a good time. I, this is probably the last time that we can talk about it on your show, so... I wanted to just say that real quick. Groupersthemovie.com. Because, because it's, it's, they have limited time. Because the thing's going to end November 4th. Ooh, okay. A week from today, okay. it's over. My uh-huh. campaign to uh, make my, my my movie is, is done. So my second child. Uh, yeah, it's kind of my first child because I was uh, working on, dude, on groupers before Atticus. Yeah. Adel- Addy, you'll feel in Addy. <laughs> See, there's another one. Oh, there's so many. You're so in Addy, Addy. I know, exactly. Uh, I'm just going to call him that. But go over to groupersthemovie.com. I have a, fun, a bunch of fun little perks. I'm making a, a very important movie to me anyways. It's going to be funny. It's going to be tragic. It's going to uh, be all about the times. And uh, if you watch Black Mirror or South Park, it occurred to me the other day that this movie that I wrote is very, it's a cross between South Park and Black Mirror. Interesting yeah. uh, combination there. Yes, it right. is. I know. But we have a really fun perk. Emily and her team were, were nice enough to make it available and it's Brunch with Emily. So, brunch with Emily's. With Emily's. Uh, if you're going to be out in uh, whole LA, team. Yep. the whole the idea is we're going to go have a brunch, uh, bottomless mimosas. I'm going to find a really chic, nice place and we're going to shoot the shit with them and her team and uh, you're going to bring some toys. Gonna it's going to be toys. a really fun we're time. We're going to have a chat. We can talk sex. We're going to have a good time. So we're we have one, a, yeah. one left that people can buy. Wait, there's a few. There's a couple a left. A few left. Okay, good. Right. I want to brunch with you. Do it. Yes. We'll support a good cause and we'll hang. Thank Be you fun. very much for and that. Of course. Get that out there. Of course. And also, can I just tell you that your, Do you want to have your doctor's your, appointment? Your workspace what? is looking great. Thank you. It's looking really good. It's coming together. It's like a girl that I started dating and she didn't look so great on the first date. And then the next date, like I go, and it's like, hey, she put on some makeup, looking exactly, a little better. Exactly, right? A little makeup. Hey, she must be got a. No, it's true because we moved here. a little CrossFit lately. I know, I know. It's really because we got a nice, we, got a, we built a studio in the office. We have a lot more space. And yeah. I'm just, it was, you know, took a while. It looks we wanted good. Wanted to paint it, wanted to put pretty things up. Yeah, check out our uh, Snapchats and our Instagram. Every time I come, time. it's put together a little bit nicer. I know. Just like me, right? So every time you see me, I'm mm-hmm. getting better. Too. You look younger every time. I know. Is that weird? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. <laughs> times all right um here's the deal so i have to tell you all oh yeah so we're getting callers now just so you know um that we love you all and we uh want to thank you all i do i love all of you let's say i wanted to call how would i make that happen that's a good question um when you submit a question on the website under the ask emily banner you can when you're writing your question like you always do you can just click yes i would like to be considered for a phone call i'd like to call into the show and then we will call you and set it up sweet it's that easy okay but some other things i need to talk to you about is that um, you know how I feel about lube, feel about lube. And I know that you might actually be needing some lube soon. Just saying. What are you trying to say? Okay. You're so, saying that birth just dries out a woman? A little bit. Really? Things get a little more messy around there. Yeah. I or you might know. need some more for some more extra masturbation. I if still haven't seen. Sex. I'm not allowed to look. I don't know. I think that's kind I of I don't have a vagina in my life right now. Right. It left. Do you want, oh, are you saying, is that your way of saying you want a flashlight? That's, that's not what I'm saying, <laughs> but I'm not going to deny a flashlight. Okay. Really? You denied it before? This is a new day. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Your father mature now. man now. You need a flashlight <laughs> and um, a lube shooter. Okay. What? So anyway. Who's what? shooting lube? Well, lube people shooter? People shoot it up there. You know how you need a lot of lube, right? for example, when you're having anal sex? Uh-huh. Um, which maybe I've you'll heard, do that if yeah. you can't get into the vagina. I don't know what you're going to do. But okay. what I'm saying is if you need more, you put it, it's a lube, you actually put it in your anus and then mm. you shoot, you can Did have you do extra the same lubes. with the vagina? Does it have to be for the anus? You could use it in the vagina. Yeah, I guess you could, right? Yeah, Just totally. shoot it right in there. Exactly. Right. But I think it was more for, yes, you can shoot Probably it use it for waterboarding up the nose? No, dude, you could shoot it anywhere you want. Right. Yeah. It could be fun. Like a little game, like, like uh, you know, 
spray guns, but oh, if I had this as a kid, I would be shooting my brother all the time with with the lube. But the point is, is that I'm creating my dream lube because I love lube. Mm -hmm. And Joe, you know, I always talk about Joe Lubes. They asked me, they're like, "Oh, Emily, what's like your dream lube?" I've been talking about this for a few weeks, and so I decided I really do want to create my dream lube. So I asked all all of you, all the listeners, I said. Please go take this survey on the website. It'll take you like five minutes and it answers questions about what would be the ideal if you've ever used lube. If you haven't, we've got questions for you too. But here's, and it's been so helpful because it's helping us shape the lube. And also we're asking questions about the show. Like, do you like Anderson? Do you not like Anderson? <laughs> Is it All really a question you yeah. got on there? No. You're trying to figure out if you should fire me? Yeah. You bitch. No, but it's like, what do you like? Or how did you find out about it? It's, it's very quick. But right. the point is, I just want to thank you all because I've been so overwhelmed like you ask people to do things and mm-hmm. sometimes they, you know, you're like, could you please be a big favor for us? We've had like over 800 people fill out this Oh, it's survey. the best. And then the I best. read like the responses. They want to people. return the favor because you've helped them. Yeah, but it was like really sweet. So I it appreciate is. that. You still have a little bit of time. So go to sexwithelmy.com slash dream loop. Take our short survey. I'll be reading your responses. But you're, don't worry. I don't see your name. So you can like be honest and stuff. Well, I don't know who you are. People asking for like flavored lubes or scent lubes. More will, be, mm-hmm. more will be revealed. Uh, can, I, can I put in a request? Make it not look like cum, because that'd be weird. Okay. You know, the lube like already looks like it's there the finished product. Like yeah, I don't yeah. like Some people that. actually want that, which is so interesting about mm-hmm. sex. Some people are like, I, I specifically want lube that does look like cum. Really? But not for you. No, I'm not into that. No. Uh-uh. I don't like it. Right. Exactly. Right. So, um, yeah. You could do colors, though. You could do like a hot pink. That'd be fun. Yeah, but then they get dyes and inside. Glow, they make glow-in-the-dark lube. Mm. I know they make they glow-in-the-dark uh, condoms. They do. Yeah, that, probably not the best condoms. That, that, that movie. Whenever there's a gimmick like that attached to something like lube or condoms, Yeah, they're trying to like I'm divert like, your attention. You know attention what? What's more important? Quality. Like your pleasure, yeah. your health, you know, not getting pregnant. Right. You can forego the glow-in-the-dark condom. Um, speaking of condoms, mm-hmm. I've got a really, um, actually a fascinating sex in the news. Kind oh, of good. Groundbreaking. Good, good, good. I know. I is it going to beat so my favorite? Well, this is, this is more, this is more of a, um, a, this is going to impact society more okay. than um, I'm the all guy about who didn't society. go to jail for looking at a woman while he was masturbating. Okay, that so was my favorite. In Sweden. Okay, so there's a new male birth control pill that can be taken uh, right before sex and will last for days. Mm-hmm. Why are you making a face? I don't like uh, more things to be put on the guy's shoulders. More things yeah, to be more put on the shoulders? Yeah, more things. Well, there's not one you guys, thing. We, we take care of all, all sorts of things. You guys just got to take a pill. Do don't do? forget about you it. You do nothing. What do you, like literally, <laughs> like you get things off high shelves and stuff. Like what do you, like, you know oh, who I doesn't do that? Brad Williams. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Brad. No, here's the thing. Men have zero responsibility. And here's the thing. What makes it in the sense of we, you know, have to like, or we give life mm-hmm. and um, we have to take care of it all and grow it in our bodies. Right. And you saw it just went through, but you mm-hmm. didn't see it, see it, but you know. No, I saw happened. the sacrifices my wife made. I'm here's the point. Men will around. be able to use a pill or use a nasal spray, which will render, render them infertile for a few days, according to the mail on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fast-acting contraceptive could be taken just minutes before sex, according to researchers who created the cell-penetrating peptide compound with Portuguese students. But check this out. Uh-huh. You could take it right before. Right. So women, we've taken the pill. We have to like gain weight and be moody and cranky and hate That's everybody. That's the wrong pill, though. You guys got to well, try different people pills. people got depressed. Yeah, hopefully we try to get women on the right pill, but right. that shit happens. This you take that second, and it smuggles itself into your sperm. Smuggling. smuggling. It's like a Trojan horse. It's like smuggling your sperm. And then it stops them from swimming, which makes them unable to fertilize eggs. Right. And the results were, were like startling and instant. You know the problem here? Your sperm just becomes uh, immobile right. and dies. Like drunk and sperm. Can, like Homer Simpson's exactly. drunk sperm. But guys are going to be afraid of this having last an effect because they, you know, I, I don't know if you realize this, but like a guy kind of 
feels inadequate if he feels like his sperms can't swim. And I, I could see some guys being concerned. I could see that too because not everyone's confident men will be trusted to take it. That's right. what women show. Oh. Unless you want to get the lady pregnant. Well, here's what I'm saying. Is that, yeah, we can't trust them with a pill. First of all, you can watch them snoot it up their, snoot right. it, snoot it up their nose. Mix it in with a little Coke. Yeah, yeah whatever you got to do. Yeah. No. Um, but do that. You can watch them do it. But men, you know, if it, the, it says they're not going to die forever. The, the, who cares? If you're taking, if you need birth control, the key if they're still dead in the morning, great. Is the instant. It's instant. The instant. Because you can't trust a guy to remember to I take one every morning. I took it at home. Yeah. I, yeah, can't you tell? Right. That's why I like it. You know? Um... Yeah, guys don't want to be dads. And I feel like I hear, I understand that maybe they're not as responsible, but I feel from a lot, of, I hear from so many men who are like, I was so worried about getting a girl pregnant. Like yeah. I couldn't have sex or I, I, that's what I always think about. And right. I, just, I just think that, you know, got responsible listeners. And Way better than condoms too, especially, you know, and, but you still got to wear. your sperm are dead. You still got to wear a condom though if it's like a casual encounter. Well, exactly. This right? is this not going to say, this is not to say you can't catch an STD. Even Which though are on the rise, by the way, they've essentially cured the uh, the old AIDS over there, right? So it's like free love's coming cured back. Cured AIDS, kind of, pretty no, much. They haven't. Yeah, they've they've gotten some things done. No, they've yeah. gotten some pills done that like can you know help, but it's not cured. I think at there's all. a vaccine. And when you on say there's too. a cure, that's a problem. Yeah, it's not completely cured. I for everybody for many much better than it was 15, 20 years ago. When once that I vaccine hits the market, in San though, it was a very sad time. That new generation is really gonna like repeat the free love. Well, this is what I'm saying. You yeah. don't feel really get too excited about it. Yeah. I mean, you can be excited that there's been advancements, advancements right. um, in health, but really. Just but still slap on a car. Yes. Still, everybody. Right. I'm sorry you lost so, friends. I'm sorry. I did. Well, I worked when I moved. This is really interesting. No, but when I first moved to San Francisco. It's been a long time. Get over it. Yes. What has? No, dude. I worked in, um, I worked for a les- uh, the first female. Congress? Uh, yeah. No, board of super- a woman on the board of supervisors, okay. which is like city council in San right. Francisco. That was my first job. And she, she, so I worked a lot in the gay community for about mm-hmm. four years. Like all my friends in San Francisco, um, gay, lesbian community, mobilizing people to vote and all right. that. And the point is that, so Carol Migdon was her name mm-hmm. and she's, she's still around. She's awesome. And she, all her friends were like in their forties right. and they had all like just, and like they were all, they made up her team of supporters for her campaign. This is 1995. And like, 10 of the men I, on the team. Yeah. They really? that year, like in the like, like, yeah. So, it was, so you're yeah. like right around all of that and all of your the team was partners. just. Yeah. It was hard. That's, I just wanted to all right. that, lighten okay. the moment here. So, um, <laughs> thanks for that, Em. Yeah. So that's my story with that. So we're going to take a quick break right now. Give a shout out to our sponsors because we love them and we love mm-hmm. you all for supporting our sponsors because you know um, that it helps you, it helps the show. And I'm never going to tell you about a product that you won't Hand like. Handpicked products. For sure. For sure. Um, and then we get to the callers. I'm so excited. Okay, we'll be right back. There's just something about the fall that makes me feel like cuddling up with an old friend. And hey, you guys may have some fond memories too. Yes, I'm talking about the Intensity by Pourmoi. The Intensity is an amazing product that has made a serious impact on my life. Let me rewind a bit to explain. The Intensity was originally developed as a medical device to cure, yes, cure incontinence issues. You know, like you sneeze and you pee. Because these issues typically stem from a weakened pelvic floor, the intensity works by applying gentle electrostimulation directly to that muscle group, giving you an amazingly effective Kegel workout. And you all know how I feel about Kegel exercises. And for a little plot twist, the makers learned that the product's only real side effect was an intense orgasm. So realizing the intensity was a winning combination of utility and pleasure, they enhanced it with a powerful vibration and a clitoral stimulator. 
The result, much more than a sex toy. It's a product that has changed my sex life. I mean, G-Spot orgasms, anyone? The Intensity combines two things I love and talk about all the time, Kegel exercises and orgasms. To find out how it can change your sex life, click on the Intensity banner on my website or go to pourmoi.com. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I.com. Okay, I'm excited. Anderson. You're calls. always excited. Oh, you're I super excited. excited. Now. No, for reals, I really am. Yeah. Like This is for real me excited. Well, I got no, excited when you came in. You're very excited. You're an excitable person. That's sure. what makes you tick, and that's what a lot of people love about you, I think. Right. But you are uh, even more excited. You're at <laughs> an 11 right now. I always want to talk to listeners. I love it. And I realized, like, after going to She and meeting my listeners, mm-hmm. this is the next step I get to talk to I've them. I've told you, I, the thing I miss most about Loveline, for sure, is the, the amazing printer that they had, because I used to print a lot of stuff <laughs> I out. Ha- I told Other you Other than that, that. I told yeah, you, you did. the last day. Other I than the printer, print script. though. That was me. It's uh, the callers. I definitely miss uh, I miss hearing the callers from the people. Too. So I feel like this is amazing because now um, if you have a question that you want me to answer on the show, I love that. And it's so easy because you just go to sexwithemily.com. Com, com. Com. You click on the Ask Emily click. tab, mm-hmm. fill out the form, hit submit, and that's it. Now, if you want to leave a voicemail, there's a thing that says, or if you want to, sorry, if you want to ask a question, there's a box that says, would you like us to call you? Right. And then we'll call you. Click, yeah. Just click, yeah. Click, of course, right. I would like this to be a call and talk to Emily. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, that's a cool tool, too. And that's still how you submit your questions. You can also leave me a voicemail if you'd rather do that. That's 818-ASK-SWE1. And I love when you include your name, uh, your gender, your age, where you live, and how you listen. That's it. Yep. Dude, let's go and take some calls. I'm excited. We got some set up. Let's do it. Cool. Love it. Okay, so we've got Brooke on the phone. She's 24. She used to be able to squirt frequently with her boyfriend, but hasn't been able to orgasm for the past three months, and she's looking just for some tips to help change her luck. Hey, Brooke. Hi. How are you? I am good. How are you? Good. I'm so glad that you called in with this question. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I love it. You're one of our first callers. Um, So tell me a little about what's going on. Tell me your squirting situation. Okay, so I have, even with my past relationships, have been able to squirt, and I love it. And um, with my new relationship, we've been together for about a year now, and at the beginning, I was always squirting, and it was great, and I had no issues at all. And then um, about three months in, it just kind of dwindled away, (laughs) and I don't know why. So, okay, so you... It just dwindled away. So do you know that it typically comes from G-spot penetration? Like, do you remember what positions you were in when you were squirting? Yes. Okay. And I'm still doing those, but it just isn't happening. Okay. So I'm wondering, and then my boyfriend now is starting to get discouraged about it because, of course, he wants to make me come. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm sorry. Well, you're still having, are you still having orgasms without the squirting? Yes. Okay. So that's, so he is making you come still. Okay. Okay. So that's still happening. <laughs> so it's all good. It's great that you can squirt or that you've been able to, and you will be able to again. So a few questions for you is, any? have you started taking any medications, birth control? Um, not any birth control medications. Any antidepressants? Yes. Okay. So that would be it. That would be the oh, reason. Really? Yes. That would be the reason that would be affecting your ability to squirt change but up Anderson's she's here not too. sad anymore <laughs> she's That's not good. sad but she's not crying tears from her <laughs> vagina hey bro and it happens occasionally so that's why i'm like okay like it happens like every couple of months 
So I'm like, is is it me? Do I just need to like relax more? Well, like I don't probably. know. Well, here's the thing also about it. What were you going to say, Andrew? Well, a couple of things. The, the antidepressants definitely uh, hinder any kind of sexual any kind of sex male or female. Right. But I also uh, heard you say, Brooke, that it's important to your boyfriend. How important is it to you? Oh, it's very important. Okay. Yeah. I, gonna... I got that too. I got a red flag that went up because I heard you say, <laughs> I heard you say like my boyfriend's getting frustrated. So what I was going to say is, well, he's making you come anyway. Or yeah, you're having getting... But I don't want the, him to be pressuring you. But the right. fact that you like, oh, I feel bad. I'm inadequate because we all do this. So I think you just got to right. assure him that sex, first of all, forget, we'll get to the squirting in a minute, but sex is still amazing. You know, we'll get back to it. You know, our bodies, I'll, I'll squirt, but like. Don't let him beat himself up because he's not making. You know what I mean? It's and explain to him that it's not the same as like him coming and producing something. When you when you produce the the squirting, that's just added. That's extra. It, it doesn't mean that you're not coming. So make him under make sure that he understands that you're still climaxing. Yeah. Okay. 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 So I would I would say that the antidepressants are definitely the cause of it if you've always been able to. However, the thing with antidepressants is oftentimes, how long have you been on them? Well, I've been on them for pretty much my whole sex life. Okay. But did you just change so it? Was, I just, I, I changed it to a new one. Yeah. Okay. What are you and on an SSRI? A an, year ago. Okay. Like an SSRI. Do you know like Prozac? Zolop. It's a Bilify. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. So, okay. So it probably is that, but here's the thing you've been, is that sometimes these, they subside the side effects after a few months or, you know, it will okay. actually go away. So what I would say is, yeah, and a lot of it can be anxiety. Like, you know, a lot of sexual challenges we face is because we get in our head. Is it going to happen again? And then it keeps happening. So you could just relax around it. Know that you can. Know that you will again. But a few things are, is that, um, like, extra stimulation to your G-spot, which is, you know, okay. located, like, the in- anterior, you know where it is. And a lot of times mm-hmm. it can be hard to find with your fingers. So maybe you could do a little pre-work. You can use like a wand toy, you know, a vibrator or a dildo that is kind of much more efficient at hitting it. So you guys could kind of play with that like prior to sex and get you already going. Like there's some okay. great, yeah, like um, the Rave, right? The the Rave is a great one. Um, it's on our, uh, by WeVibe. A vibrator, and there's other dildos too. The Enjoy is great. I don't think we have that on our site, but that's a great one for squirting. So, anyway, use a toy to get back on it. Also, do your Kegel exercises because when you have really strong PC muscles, um, you're able to really, um, it, 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 it enhances your ability to squirt because you have more control and your muscles are stronger and you're squeezing. So, that can help as well. Okay. And yeah. Brooke, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Anderson has a question for you. I don't know. She's there. Are you there, Brooke? I am. Okay. So Anderson's got a question. You say it's important to you that you squirt. It's important to your boyfriend as well as you. And just as a guy in the room, I'm I'm wondering what does that add for you other than mess? Well, I just feel like I'm actually like feeling what's going on. Like, yes, I orgasm, but like squirting just adds this like extra. It's like 3D. Okay. It gives you like a visceral. That's a really good question, Anderson. So when you're squirting, are you having an orgasm? Yes. Okay. So it so, accompanies that. Yeah, but a lot of women So it's like it's like a roller coaster, but you get like a splash. Yeah, it's like the, the water ride. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. I, I was gonna suggest you can just pee in the meantime. No. <laughs> so so but no, Berg, I totally get it because a lot of women have squirt but they're not having orgasms. So I think that's really I think that's, that's I think you'll get it back. So again, use toys and on your own too. Like when you masturbate, like I would play with some of these G spot toys so you can just like target it more. And even on your own, when you're masturbating, get to it again. And then you'll be like, oh, I can do it. You know, it might take a little more time right now, but you'll you'll get there. Like, you've done it in the past, you'll do it again. I feel mm-hmm. good about this. And I get why you like it. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what you got. Thank awesome. you for thank you so much, Brooke. It's you're awesome. You're like one yeah. of our first calls, so it's amazing to talk to you. Oh, cool. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Oh, where are you from? We didn't get where are you from on here. I'm from Oregon. Oregon. Okay. Thanks, Brooke. Yeah. I appreciate it. Have yeah. a good day. Bye. Bye. Wonderful boyfriend's got a curly mustache. In Oregon? Yeah. I just think it's like I was going to say wet, which is kind of funny. It is. It is a little wet. They're all squirters <laughs> up there in Oregon. There must be a lot of squirters because it rains all the time. Um, but yeah, squirting's the thing now. I mean, well, it's, it's been almost, the thing for a while. It's almost the thing that it's almost past the thing. Like I'm waiting for the next thing. I remember when women were really ashamed of it, and some of them still are. But it used to be like almost with tea, like every single call on Loveline, it was somebody calling up with this problem that they squirt and right. they don't know what to do about it. And it was always like, "Hey, you're." Boyfriend or husband is going is to be pumped about right. it. Right. Or if they don't, don't like it, they're embarrassed. Yeah. Right. And if they don't like it, that. And people always want to know, like, is it pee? Is it not? They find traces of urine in it. it it's fluids that are from right. the periurethral glands. And, and the Barcelona's glands. But he, Let's yeah, not. And the Barcelona glands. But here's yeah. the thing in the skein, mm-hmm. whatever, well, yeah. glands. Here's the point. Who cares? It feels really good to her and it's hot. Who the hell cares what it is? Thank you very much. Good mm-hmm. night. Yes. Okay. Okay, Anderson, we have another caller. Mm-hmm. Jeff, he's 28. He wants to know how he can maintain an erection when other people join him and his wife during sex. That's a tough one. That is a tough one, man. How do you maintain that erection? We'll talk to him. I want to hear his... Hey, Jeff. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for being one of our first callers. I love oh, it. No, thank you for, for taking my call. Of course. So tell me what's going on. You're having great well, sex with no. your wife and others. Amazing. Yeah, it, it's... um. It, it it doesn't happen often, but when it does, um, when the opportunity has um, has come up, I just seem to not be able to. Um, I mean, I enjoy the moment. I just can't seem to ever, ever get an erection down. So it's just one of those things that you know. My wife looks at me like, "What's going on?" And I'm looking at her like, "I don't know." Huh. And, th- and this happens when when you're having a threesome, or are you like an orgy? Like, yes. tell me, set set the scene for no, me. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's just a, it's a threesome, not an orgy. Which, you know. <laughs> That's cool. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but it, it's just that. It just she looks at me when every time we've had another person in the in in the room with us, and I just look at her like I don't know. Have is you tried a, locking the door? Is it another woman? Yes, it's a woman. And is it yes. somebody that you that you know? Yes. And are you attracted to her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah, it's just too it, excited. I don't know. I I just one of those things that they. I don't know if the pressure's too much, or I just well, think I, yeah. Too much. I mean, anxiety can make, it can can have a huge impact on your erection. So, I mean, if and you had never had a threesome before, is this like a whole new thing for you guys? Um, a new well, hobby. We've tried it, I think, three times, and all three times it's happened. Interesting, Jeff. You don't drink, do you? Um, I don't. You know what? I, with those moments, I try not to. You should have a couple, like a glass of wine or something. That'll mellow you out. It will. Yeah, it'll help. Well, yeah, because because at, at those moments, I, I I I don't know if I just I I don't drink. I I think I just want to be conscious during the moment. Yeah, I a little too conscious. Like you're trying to take notes for later. Yeah. I mean. Have you? And this has ever happened when you're with your wife? Did you say do you ever lose your erection? No, never. No. In your oh life? no, never. God, no, yeah, I my, think. Yeah. What yeah, with you... my wife and I, we could go for hours. <laughs> okay. God, I mean, I mean, honestly, this is obviously just a scenario that is completely situational, which would make any person nervous, right? First threesome, or yeah. first time doing it, and yeah. then it happened the first time, and it's going to keep happening. So a few things you can do is, first of all, take the pressure off yourself, if you can, and uh, which you need to, actually, because I think a lot of this is in your head. But also, what if you just go in there like, I'm not going to get hard right now, and you just work on pleasing them mm. for the first 
whatever. I'd be like, if it happens, it happens. Like, if you could try to get to that space where it's like, it's about their pleasure. And you're not even thinking about yeah. it. You're yeah. just working. Yeah. yeah, you're just like working. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you might not even, you'll be so into that. You're, it's not even about your penis yeah. at that's that moment. Good, and then your penis good. will be yeah. like, oh, here I am. And you'll be like, yeah. oh, great. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I do know, I, I think about, um, since you choose another woman, I always think about don't pay too much attention to the other woman. Yeah. See, you, okay. and, and, and that's always my, like, in the back of my mind, like, remember, you're here with my better See, half, and I'm going, don't pay don't attention work. to. I had a it's vision, like Jeff, a of your wife. Syndrome. Okay, when you first said this to me, I was thinking that there was something about your 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 wife, right? Yeah, your wife, that, that maybe she, yeah. I had this, I was going to say to you, is she giving you some kind of like guilt signals. around this or signals or like, are you afraid? No. Did she ever say no, to you, if you like this, like, is she, has she expressed to you, I'm worried, is this one of her concerns that you might like give the other woman, woman more attention? That's that's um that's a conversation we've had. We've okay. had that make sure you know uh, we've had that conversation. But she never, there's never she's never given me a guilt. Okay, good, good. I'm glad to hear that. So yeah, really, she, just like you love your wife. Though, like, I told her that I reached out to you. She said she was excited about it. She was she is so supportive. Have you let her know that maybe like you are really that this is something that you take really seriously? That like I don't want to give the other woman too much attention, and I'm worried about what you would think if that uh, did happen. Yeah. Um, I haven't, I haven't told her that, um, exact, right? in exact words. Yeah. So I, maybe I do. I think you should. I think you should say, you know what I'm thinking? You could say, I talked to Emily and we had a chat and I think that a lot of it does have to do with anxiety because it hasn't happened. Like all the things are pointing towards clearly, first of all, having a threesome anyway with your partner is a stressful, it can be anxiety provoking, exciting and anxiety. But yet this whole, like, you're a good guy. You're like, I don't want to be like going down on her for two point seconds longer. And then my wife gets upset. Totally understand that too. And you could say that that's where the anxiety is coming from. Nothing that has to do with her, but I just want you to know, and maybe once you give that some air and some space and you say it to her, that'll take away some of the pressure. Mm. It's nothing she's doing. It's that I really, you know, and maybe she'll say, babe, don't worry. I get it. It's our first time. Like, I, I'm really not that concerned. I know you love me. What if they had like a little secret, like signal that they could give each other? So they know that they're on the same page. They're on the same team. And like, they still have that connection that the third right. girl doesn't have. Right. Or the third person doesn't have. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe like a little, like, uh, like, like a, a finger third base. Really quickly. No, like, like a touch in your nose yeah, and like totally. a little wink to the eye. Like, they should already point. have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah, point. Slap in the back of the head. Yeah. yeah like, hey, good job. Good game. <laughs> Good yeah. game. And the yeah. other thing, I mean, yeah. if you have the erection, you lose it. There is promescent. Um, it can help you last longer a bit. So it's not like if you get erect, right. but you're not, you want to stay harder. Yeah. It does. It's the only FDA approved treatment for like, you know, it's premature ejaculation. But if you just also, if you want to last longer a bit, you could try that if nothing else. But I wouldn't, you know. I love your advice of just getting in there, going That's to work right. and working on them and not thinking about it. Yeah. And then and then eventually you're like, will, oh, yeah, it's time to play. You will be led to your penis, my friend. And then I also think that, Emily, tell me what you think about this, but like maybe working out extensively before the session. Like, you know, really going to the gym hard or running a little bit so that you're, you're, a lot of your nervous energy is out of you and you can just yeah. kind of relax and be. Yeah. See, I wish I knew when it was. So a lot of oh, this stuff happens spontaneously. Oh, like, you just like yeah, come home and there's women in your bed. Yeah. I hate when I was going to ask that next, Jeff. How does this happen? Not that I'm interested in so making this happen. Not, it's Where not you... like we put on the calendar and say, okay, on the 31st of January, this so, is what's going to happen. No, it, it. a lot of this happens spontaneously. Um, she and I are very outgoing. Um, you know, she has a very bubbly personality. I'm very right. flirtatious. So, so sometimes it just happens. And actually, not just it. All the time just happened. All right, it's, it's happened three times. Where does it happen? Like the supermarket? Yeah, where do you live? Can you Target? tell us like what state you're in even or where you're from? If you Oh, um, 
I'm in California. Okay, got it. All right. LA. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. So you're at, you're at the uh, farmers market or you're at Whole Foods. Yeah. What, yeah. what are you What are you doing? How, yeah. does, how does this so work? So the last time this happened, it was just like um, uh, in Vegas club, and it was one of those talking to a girl, and then it happened. Wow. Just, okay. Yeah. It, we're, but then also it, it 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 like you said, the girl's beautiful. She my wife's beautiful. I, I'm attracted to both of them. And but yeah, I think I over. Yeah, you're overthinking it. This is it. But we got to the... I know what's the, going on. Yeah, I get yeah. it. And you haven't... Here's the thing. Also, practice. If you haven't had threesomes before, like, it's it's a new thing. You're acquiring a new... So just... I, you've yeah. got this goal. Every, every guy's going, He's God damn it, excited. my wife and I went to Vegas and we didn't have a threesome. Yeah. You're a little too excited, but I think that... um I think we had some good good ideas here. Jeff, keep me posted how it goes. I want to hear about all your threesomes. Okay. Thank you so much for listening and calling in. There needs to be an ad for Vegas. Thank you. Soon. Bye, Jeff. With Jeff, like, doing a testimonial. Right, they like, need to have like, a I bunch of guys. Vegas. Like, I went to Vegas. My wife and I, we had a threesome. It was She's great. She's bubbly. Yeah. I'm nice. We had a threesome. That's all it takes. They should do adult-themed, like, testimonials for Vegas. Yeah. They, well, maybe they should. Yeah, they should. Um, but it happens in L.A. But I get it. You know, here's the thing. Again, we're talking about sex. It's amazing. Gives us life. And then we have here's guys who can't on. get hard. Women can't have orgasms. Here's what's going on in Jeff's head. We're here for them. When what? it's happening. Even though it's shockingly, amazingly happened three times what? for the guy Four now. boobs. But what's yeah, he's like, going, oh my God. Oh my God. I can't believe this is happening. This is actually happening. This is happening to Jeff. This is happening to you, buddy. Make this work. Do not freak out. Don't freak out. That's all going and on. And he freaks out, head. right? And he's just panicking. So right, that's why I think keep him busy, like men. They like fixing things. So fix her clitoris and fix her. Get, get on <laughs> fix it. Fix it. No I'm kidding. Like give her orgasms. You know, play with them, do things, play with, play with all the advice. breasts in the room. Yeah. There's like double. Like I know a lot of guys were like, it'd be so much work, but you know, yeah, you go to work. Guys like every project. That was good, Jeff. Thank you. Okay, we got another call. We got Sam. Ooh. She's 37. She. And she's contemplating splitting from her husband because her needs are not being met sexually. Looking for advice. I love girls' name is Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi, Emily. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so glad you called in. So, Sam, where are you calling from? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Okay. So, tell me about what's going on in your marriage. How long have you been married? We've been married for five years now. Okay. He is 40 years old. And I only have one son at home. And everything was going great at the beginning. Um, he would always stare at me and be turned on by me. And it started dwindling down. And um, he currently does not work. He's at home. Okay. And we have sex about once a month. Okay. And you said you have a kid at home? We do. A 14-year-old. A 14-year-old. Okay. So you have a 14-year-old at home. And, okay, you've been together five years. Yes. And how long have you been living together? Um, for six years. So I have a son from a previous marriage. Okay, got it. Um, so, um, and you said he's home mostly. Did he lose his job? He retired early. Okay, so, um, and he's retired early. So At 40? I want that had, job. Yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> correction officer. So. Oh. Okay. Um, and is he depressed? Uh, he says he's not. Right, of course. But. A lot of guys don't want to verbalize. Men and women, we don't know that we're depressed. We've never been. We don't know how to label it. But if he's been working his whole life and now he's home every day, for a lot of men when they're not working or providing in that way, even if it's by choice, he could be going through a transition right now where he's just not feeling like he can. I don't, I'm wondering when this started. When did well, it started about a year after our marriage. So it's been like this for four years. Okay, so it's been going on for four years, and he just retired in the last year, you said. Um, It's been... Two years. Two years. Okay. So, um, 
so did you feel like it was ever like you wanted sex more and he didn't or like was there something that happened do you remember like a turning point when it was like Um, oh god we're not having sex anymore was it after a fight or a particular pivotal moment well i'm going to be honest with you i had an affair oh okay okay, you had an affair and he knows about it and he knows about it he's depressed so he found out about your affair three years ago yes okay and that's he when misses, this is not the reason. That's what he says. Well, okay. So and he says he's not depressed, right? Okay. So, what, after he found out you were having an affair, mm-hmm. how did he find out? Um, the phone. Cell right, phone. It's always the phone. People the leave messages. Okay, he found the number, and then, and then you ended it. Right. Yes. Okay. And then was it? Did you guys talk about it? Did you go to therapy to rebuild trust or anything? What What happened right after? No therapy. I asked him to come back, and he did, and we worked things out, and he forgave me. It took a while. It took almost a year. Okay. And we seem to be great now besides that. Right. Well, I think that something, when he found out about your affair, I'm pretty sure that couples have a really hard time. When you said you worked it out without Mm -hmm. therapy, it's really hard to rebuild trust. You know, it's really hard for him to get excited again, and there's a lot of things that are shattered. So I feel like maybe there's something that is... It's just been building, and he's probably been pulling away sexually because that was a, you know, a betrayal. And I think if, I think there probably are some emotion. How could he, you know, I don't know. You said you worked it out in a year. I'm not sure how you guys did that, but it sounds like maybe he repressed some things. That mm-hmm. could, that's probably what's going on here. Um, I would think that's part of it, but have you talked to him about this? Like, does he want to be having more sex as well? Yes. He says that he thinks about me all the time, constantly, but he doesn't put it into action okay and you're making and, it, and you're trying to have sex with it you're making moves on him yes i am and he says what he'll say that he doesn't feel good he's too tired <laughs> he's like mr rover right so every time he so it's more you're want you're making efforts you're like say, i am making an effort i've given up kind of I've talked to him. I've communicated so much with him. Um, He always wants to do it in the shower, too. Okay. And you don't? It's like prison shower sex. It's. He's a correctional (laughs) officer. Maybe he's doing a little role playing. I don't know. Not funny, but funny at the same time. Funny, not funny. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, and you're still attracted to him, right? Or do you still kind of want. When we have sex, it's amazing. Okay. I have no problems with orgasms, but it's in the shower all the time, and he's afraid of blood. So. What? Okay. Has he right? Yeah. Kind of like germs. So it sounds like he's is he OCD? Uh, I think so. Does he ever go that. down on you? What's that? Does he ever go down on you? No. Never. Right. Yeah. He's got a little At bit of the germophobia. At the beginning. But now, yeah. now there's been another dick there, too. That's a problem. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is. So he wants to take a shower because it's clean? Is that why? Is he like randomly want to take a shower at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Or it's like, hey, I'm taking a shower in the morning. Let's shower. Or is it that's the only place he wants to have sex? There's a lot going on here. Sam, I got to start taking notes. I'm hearing two different calls, really. I'm hearing like everything's great and, and he thinks about me nonstop and the sex is amazing when it happens. Uh, and he forgave me for my horrible betrayal. But then I'm hearing like, I want out of this marriage and there's no sex. Right. There's like two separate calls exactly. in one. And I also sure. picture this guy being like a man's man and, you know, bottling his feelings and not wanting to get any kind of professional help. Yeah. Even talking to M on the phone with you right now would probably be a yeah. huge help. Is he to there? The call. He is here. <laughs> Can he hear you? 
No, he cannot. Yeah, I, didn't I, think I don't so. know. I mean, I honestly, I think the same thing. I think he's probably. You say he's fine. He's fine. No one's just fine. Like you need to he's process emotions, and you guys need to learn how to communicate in that way. I think you can make this work, but I really do think this is a case for therapy. There's a lot of layers there. Can you guys have? Can you get couples therapy? Do you have good health insurance? I'm sure he does. The police department. He might not want to though. Does he not want he, to? Not help. What's that? He says that he won't. It won't yeah. help. See, he's one of those guys. I know, but it will help. Tell him that that marriage is not going to last because you need to have that sexual connection if he doesn't go. Mm, She's not really in a position to be given ultimatums. Yeah, but here's the thing. He says he's over all this stuff, but it's actually not true. So it's truly the, like he, he doesn't even know what he doesn't know. You know, you don't know what you don't know. And he doesn't know what it's like to be a communicator and to be open and to feel emotions. And he probably has a lot bottled up and needs to like cry and get I angry. I bet you he's still got a lot of resentment and he's say like, he's withholding sex as yeah. kind of punishment. So whether sex. he even realizes it or not. Exactly. None of this is intentional because he doesn't have the right, he do, has not Tools. developed the skills yet to communicate effectively as an adult, right. which most, many of us don't. It's a learned skill. So he's got to be willing to make this commitment for the marriage to work. Sam, there's you, lots to untangle here, Sam. Have you thought about cheating again since uh, <laughs> all this is going on? I don't want to say. Yeah, she <laughs> no, she no, has. no. Absolutely you, not. I, I've been trying to communicate and work things yeah, out. Yeah, but with see, him. you're doing the same thing. Oh, you're trying, trying. He's saying, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. So now you got to mix it up. You got You have to go talk to somebody. You got to. It's going to end. Like, that's only, the last thing. You're wasting years. Nothing else to do. His yeah. and yours. Yeah, it's true. You, and that's you want an answer, Sam. You're 37 years old. You know, you got you got a good life. Son, life, you want to have sex and in a relationship. You want a relationship with a healthy sex life. And so this is your let la- You got to do it. He's got to go. And if you want to set up another time for him to call, I'm he's, here for you. He's got to go or he's got to go. Yeah. Right. It's, it's literally, exactly. you can listen to this. It, it, it's just, there's no, you guys have a lot. To, no one else can help. Right. Okay. And then Thank you'll you. know that, that you did everything. And then you can yeah. decide if you want to leave and then sleep with someone else. But don't do it before. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Sam. Okay. Thanks. Thank you so, so much. much for calling. Okay, keep us posted. Bye. Oh, Sam. Oh, Sam. I, I can't believe that there's still guys. I'm one of them, actually, who doesn't really do therapy. Like, you know, it's like kicking and screaming to do something that you know is going to help you. Yeah. It's like a macho thing. I still can't believe you've gone. So don't take Anderson as an example, but literally every single person on the planet, I believe that if you're struggling in some way, especially in a relationship, it's the only thing that's going to help you because what you're doing is. A lot of, just, we don't naturally know how to even feel our emotions, let alone ex- communicate right. them to a partner. Right. And so it just teaches you how to get all the things that are in your head. Mm-hmm. Even if and you organize do nothing, yeah. and you talk about it and you Decompress. feel better. Yes. Refract. We need it. I think I would like to say that everybody needs a little therapy now and then. I think everybody does need therapy. Some people more than others, mm-hmm. like Anderson. Mm-hmm. But no, it's everyone does. And so I'm just saying, but I, but then it was Anderson, you, you said, does your husband not want to go? And we always hear this from couples. Yeah. So I just think, oh, you just got to go. I was just picturing that guy from Massachusetts saying, screaming. I'll be down at the bar. I don't need any therapy. I get the struggle. Keep the dicks away from your mouth when I'm gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for playing that out. Okay, we got another call. This is fun. Okay, we got... We're going to talk to you, uh, Eric. He's Eric. ready to pursue a relationship after a dating break, but isn't sure how to put himself out there in a way that doesn't come off as creepy. Mm. He's 25. Hey, Eric. Hi. How are you? I'm not, I'm not bad. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. I want to help. We want to help you find Mrs. Wright. <laughs> so, why do you feel like you're creepy? It's just one of those things that, you know, no matter you know, when I go out or anything like that with my friends and, you know, we're out there and I see somebody, I just get a just crippling anxiety about even going up to talk to somebody. Right. Uh, I, I don't know why. It's just one of those things. 
Because a lot of guys have don't want to come okay. off the wrong way. Got it. I got it. Right. Okay. I just need to understand if you've ever been accused of being creepy or just the anxiety and fear of be, potentially being, I, being creepy. I get that, though, if you're like hyper aware, Eric. And obviously, the, the fear of rejection is there for everybody. But I was, and I continue to be, hyper aware of things. I know what guys want. I know what I want from a girl, ultimately. And when I'm thinking about that, when I'm talking to her, I, I just feel awful. I feel like a creepy guy because I'm thinking about what's actually happening, which is I'm talking to this woman hoping that one day I can be inside of her, which is weird. It's too much to think about. So uh, you got to be able to just go with the flow a little bit and enjoy conversation. Yeah, and I think it's it's tough for me too because most of my friends, especially that I go out with, are female. So I'm normally the one that's also there playing defense for them just yeah. to make sure of things. He's got that anti-guy and, thing going on. I did the same know, thing. I, I know what's going on there, and then I don't want to be that same way. Right. You don't want to be that guy, way. but you're really not that guy. So I just wanted to first understand if you'd been accused, but you're not that You're like a nice guy. You've got a lot of good girlfriends. Which actually, you got to use these girls, and you're helping them. They should be helping you too. Like a wing woman, that's amazing. Like they're <laughs> your friends. They obviously don't want to sleep. You know, you're not mm. sleeping together. They probably do want what? He probably no? wants to bang at least one no, of them. No, do you want to bang all of them actively? <laughs> like, of course you do. Like, you want to, but. You're really out trying to like, meet someone new, right? Yeah. Okay, so these girls can be like, oh my God, like, Eric, let's go talk to, you know, and he's so awesome. He's my best friend. You know, you got to first say, could I th- say like who they are? Like, they're your really good friends or, you know, you all work together, whatever. And then they start talking to like cute chicks and then they bring them over and you all help each other. And then you just start talking to them like a conversation. See, here's what's happening is that you're getting inside your head before it even happens. Mm -hmm. And then you shut down and you get paralyzed, right? And you can't think, you can't talk. And I don't know, I'd have done that with so many things in my life. You get nervous. That's what anxiety is. And so if you kind of take that out of it and you think, you know what? I'm just going to a bar. I'm with my friends. And I don't even know who this person. It doesn't matter who this person's going to be. It might be Mrs. Wright, Mr. Wright. You just start talking to people. Like how you would have a conversation with anybody if you met them at a bar. It would take all the pressure off yourself. Because really, this is practice. It's like just you're saying hi. You're talking about things. And it's like in your day-to-day life when you're not in a bar, I would also say when you're just out, I'm going to give you an exercise. Wherever you're at. You ever go to like get coffee or you take the bus? or Where do you live? Uh, I live in New Jersey, but I actually work in New York City, so I do a lot of commuting. Oh, my God. There's so many places to meet girls. But there's so many. Like, okay, so I just think that you got to do a practice of talking to people, talking to women, men. I mean, probably easier if you talk to women. Maybe that you're not even attracted to. Probably harder for them to talk to women. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, but like just prat like, hey, how was your day? And you were someone that you're actually not attracted to, right? And you just realize, oh, it's like Mm -hmm. talking to anyone. When I start talking to someone, when I'm on sharing a seat with them or whatever, and you'll start to get your confidence in your up uh, uh, your conversation skills, and um and that that will help I think. And employing your girlfriends, what are you gonna, yeah, what do you think about that? It's a because okay. it's a muscle. So dating and approaching women and 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 all this stuff, you're gonna have this paralyzing anxiety until you realize that you can do it. And once you start going out there and just talking to anybody, you're like oh, it's just a conversation. Like that's what it is, you know. And it won't be as scary. I got a couple tricks that I used to use. Ed, is that Eddie? Yeah, it's Eric. Eric, Eric. Uh, two two things that I used to use that used to work for me a lot because I have I had crippling anxiety and I was always I, I felt like a like a perv when I was talking to these girls sometimes. And you know what? I was exactly. sometimes. What after the conversation was over, I'd be like, that person was horrible. But I continued the conversation because they were pretty, and then I'd feel like a real dirtbag. So what I started doing is I would pretend that they're a guy, 
that they're an effeminate dude or something, and that would help me. Or if that wasn't, if it was I too far of a stretch, this. I would pretend that they were my really good friend's girlfriend. And while I'm talking to them, I'm just in my head thinking, I want to be cool. I want them to like me because they're my really good friend's girlfriend, but I'm not ever going to put any moves on this person because it's my really good friend's girlfriend. And that way you're just talking to them as a person and not a yeah. sexual object. Could you do that, Eric? That I can do. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's always just been one of those things like, you know, I dated somebody for three years in college, so I never even got really a chance. Right. Yeah, so you're stunted for you're sure. You're stunted a little bit. You yeah. don't. I'm telling you, it's like learning any other skill, and you'll do it a few times. And I'm telling you, like if I, if you do this, what I'm telling you every day, start practicing and talking to people. You can pretend that there's someone else too. Like just pretend like they're an effeminate dude. And, and uh, dude yeah. You're going to feel so much better about it. I swear. It's just going to come to you. Like, and it I comes know quick. It does Eric, come quick. It does come. It's not one of those things where like three years from now you might be able to like Right. Like I think talk, in a month talk. from now you're going to feel better. Yeah, like all like of a sudden. Weeks. Yeah. You'll, it's like getting used to a bigger phone. Like go you leave your house now and go just say, start talking some chicken line about yeah. that you don't care about. You know, like, and I've heard, you don't know that you want to date or not. I've heard people say try to talk to like tens too. Like you know, find somebody who's way to your league and just try to talk to them. You know you're going to get shot down anyways and it's some good practice. How do you know? We but um, Eric, just know that this is like um, so many guys feel this way. I just don't want you to cripple. It. I don't want you to be crippled by it for another day. And don't drink yourself into submission because that's what I did too for years. Yeah. I would just drink myself into a place where I was comfortable to talk to anybody. Yeah. But then I was slurring so bad, no one wanted to right. talk to me. It was terrible. Yeah, don't get too drunk because that's when I think guys are creepy. To be honest, and as a woman a who's of, met a lot of guys in a bar, first luckily, of all, uh, luckily I'm always the DD. So. See, he's like the savior too. What do you he's, say, the DD? He, he's the designated driver for all these ladies oh, that he's oh, taking he out. Even, you're awesome. Yeah. And then he's fending off these these creepy dudes that are coming up, going, right. "Hey, ladies, you're so not that guy." Like, let me just tell you, Eric, you you are not that creepy guy. And for me, I've met guys in honestly in bars wherever. I'm not thinking in my head, "Oh, he's creepy," unless he really is creepy, yeah. and that rarely happens. And I'm like, "He's creepy," and that's usually when they're drunk and gropey, mm-hmm. and you're not none yeah, of those things. Yeah, so. We, we're there to meet guys as well, right? Get it? So we're all there for the same reason. So women know that you're talking to them maybe because you're interested. But if you're, it's a good conversation and you seem interested and you ask questions, that's a great tool. Just be like, hey, so have you, you can even say, have you been here? It doesn't matter. There's no magic pickup line. Just start a conversation going and you'll be comfortable. <laughs> okay? You got this, Eric. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you, Eric. Good luck, Bye. Eric. Hey, so you're sex with Emily, huh? You want to do sex with me? See, this is my get the creeps. <laughs> but they only come to me now. They're like, hey, you've got a sex show. I'm going to go bang. Go you want to do a little homework? Uh, oh want to do a little God. work? I can't even go out anymore now. Um, but truly, like, I don't think it's very rare that I've been like, the guy's creepy unless he was like drunk and doing something crazy weird at the bar. But if I start talking again, you're in, typically it's if you're an interesting conversation. And I'm not saying you have to like be quoting, you know, right. anyone. In particular, it's just like, be yourself. It's so funny too because I used to, to like most people, crippling fear of rejection and and them knowing, you know, and getting inside my head, knowing why I wanted to talk to them. But now that you know I'm married, and whatnot, I could talk to anybody, right. and it would not. I have zero fear because I know there's zero chance of me. Right, but this is really again at this age it happens. He's gonna get through it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, Anderson. We have another call. We have Marcella. She's 22, and she's entering into the swinging scene and is looking for some pointers to help get her started. Okay. Hey, Marcella. Hi. How are you? Thanks for calling I'm the sex doing Very well. Good. <laughs> We're excited to talk to you. I've got Anderson here. We both want to like see what's going on. So what up, Marcella? Marcella, where are you calling from? <laughs> I'm calling from Riverside, California. Okay. It's a big cool. swinging scene out there in the Riverside. She's bringing it. <laughs> um, so Marcella, are you in a relationship right now? 
I'm actually casually dating, but I do have a primary partner that I'm kind of connecting with mostly. Okay, so you're it's like more like an open relationship then? Kind of, sort of, yeah. Is it a girl or a guy? Very com- it's a guy. We're very communicative. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, I'd say it's an open relationship at this time. Okay. We haven't really put any labels on it at the moment. So I have here, like, you're looking to the swinging scene. Is it more like, is that what you're looking for? Like a third partner? Or are you looking for partners separately from each other? What do you want, Marcel? Well, actually, yeah. um, he is a bit older than me. He's in his early 30s. Um, and he's been part of the swinging scene for a long time for, I think he said for about a decade. Okay. Um, and it's something that he mentioned on our first date just to be kind of like, get it out of the way. It's something that would come up eventually if we continued dating and me being a very sexually aware person, someone who wants to learn about it, even if it's truly in a platonic academic sense, I've wanted to learn about swinging. And so I can be more accepting of the culture and aware of the culture. Um, and I'm kind of viewing this as a, a learning experience um, because of that need to be accepting and aware of, of such things. And it's one of those things, if I have the opportunity to be going into it headfirst, um, it'd be wonderful. And he's a nice guy. He's been very open about it, very talkative about it. And okay. it's something that I'd like to go. I don't think I would be playing, be participating in any like physical activity there. I would just be going to understand the atmosphere yeah, and like, what are the realities in this. She's like approaching this like a journalist, Emily. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah, just want to go undercover to like a swinger party and see what happens. But uh, your boyfriend is a swinger. Yeah. Okay. So what's your partner. question? Your primary partner. So um, so you do you see a future with your primary partner? You're actually just kind of looking at him as an experiment as well. Um, I'm looking at him as a potential like future long-term uh, partner, no. um, and it's I really want to be accepting and open with his. I see. So you're doing this more another part of this. Okay, so you're looking at this intellectually like this is the guy you want to be with. You want to have children with him and spend the rest of your life with him. So you're like, mm. I better get on this swing scene so he'll accept yeah. me and love me. Or is it that you're like, oh, I find this actually might want to like I might want to be into it because I'm attracted to women or men or you know having multiple partners. Like, does anything have to do with your desires? It does have to do with my desires. It is even before I met him, I was like, I really okay. want to learn about this. Cool. I, I won't know if I like if I'm into it until I see it first. I got it. Here's what I'm hearing so, from Marcella yeah. for sure, Em, is that she's she's 22. Uh-huh. She's very bright and she's an idealist. Yeah. And she's approaching this the way that she thinks she should. But I don't believe that she's being honest with herself with this at all. Mm. I think that she's set herself her, up I've to I've tried be, to ask her that. Normally, like on paper, tons of red flags. There's <laughs> right. not as many red flags with Marcella because heard, we're hearing her speak yeah. and she's really she smart and grounded. Right, right. But you're, Marcella, mark my words, this guy is going to break your heart and you're not going to be able to have him the way you want to have him. Just, you got to know that. Well, that's... That's dang it! I didn't want that to happen again. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. I mean, don't, she's I'm picking, that. it sounds like she's picking these unavailable guys, and yeah. then what's the deal with that? Well, that's why I asked: Are you looking at him as an experiment as well? Because I would rather give you advice about, like, okay, if you really can look at him as someone you're probably not going to end up with, but you want to check out the swinging scene, we're down. But if you think that you're just doing this to, like, because he'll come, he'll be the guy for you if you learn to swing. Oh, no. No, I'm not trying to do this to form myself into something that he will like. This is truly That's just, it. oh, he happens to be in it. Well, that I can two birds, one okay. stone. Um, but I don't have, I'm not, wor- if I'm not worthy for him, according to his eyes, I'm out because I know I'm, I'm worth it. 
Okay. okay. That yeah, she, does, she does she have gets, a lot of self-confidence. Yes, she does. So that's why up. I was like trying to pick out if it's okay. Usually so you Marcella, want to explore it. In situations like this, it's a yeah, meek one, a little younger girl who like, oh, well, that's what he wants. He knows right. best. And that's he's what older, we were talking. I was checking. She yeah. wants to try it. She's 22. I think it's a great time to explore your sexuality and to, to have try some things as long as you're cool that we think that you might not end up and be your Just future husband. Just know that. Yeah, know that. But so what are your questions about swinging? So tell me what you, what do you know? What are you looking for? How can I help? Well, as far as what I've read, because I've done a little bit of uh, internet type of research, I'm I've heard that there's a place designated designated play spaces sometimes. Sometimes they rent out entire hotels that you can meet people and then like and go upstairs and do stuff. And yeah. there's also like normal play area, normal um, party areas where yeah. there is no play. It's just talking. Yeah, there's everything. Around. It's um there's play parties. There's you're in Riverside, is that what you said? Which I don't know where yeah. that is because my yes, California geography. Yeah, Riverside. Bad. Um okay, I don't know where Riverside it's is. Halfway to Palm Springs. I talk about geography. Yeah. Okay. So I mean well the first thing is there's a lot of um meetups. Like meet you know there's like meetup site like meetup.com. There's literally like meetups for swingers. Like in your area you can find like oh. a meetup group. Yeah. Um there's also apps you can use like okay Cupid has a um has a you know part of it for like finding a third person or for swinging mm-hmm. and Bumble does too I think and FetLife also is more if you're into more like alternative kinky BDSM PH. they've got all that online gotcha. so there are oh. typically now if you get into like a scene like there are swinger parties and play parties that like if you if there's like a local like sex toy is there a sex toy store around there that's like Riverside I'm sure there's a, a sex story <laughs> In, in there's a lot of there's times, sex toy stores in Riverside, but a lot of them are really seedy. Not yeah. all okay. of them, but I was wondering if there's a like a lot of them. Well, it's a, it's a good taste of what you're going to see. Touch of romance, yeah. I mean, I would honestly, if you don't know anyone in this field, I would say go to the meetups and go online. If you don't have any friends in this area, like you know, at all that you've ever heard, like if you even have a friend from college that you heard was a swing, you call her. Like literally, it takes one person. Like I've. A couple that swings, a friends of mine here when I moved here, Holly and Michael. They happen to have a TV show called Swing. But the mm-hmm. point is, and it, but even if it, like, I had this in San Francisco too. Whenever I wanted to know what was happening, you just need, like, one friend, one partner. The, the, so if you have that person in your life or a friend of a friend. She's got the guy. She's you got mean, this. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. a guy. Dude. No, no. Yeah, she's getting well, in. She's getting in with him. But I'm yeah. afraid that she's going to be, like, riding him in, hoping that it's going to be her and him, like, for years to come. And that that's the main yeah. thing that she has to know is not going to be the reality. He's... I don't want to say he's I using you. Maybe but she'll go in and meet someone else. We don't know that. And then when you go to the probably parties, been a bunch of Marcellas before you. So wait, I'm sorry. I forgot that he already knows this stuff too. I didn't know if you were going off to swing on your own. But even when you walk into these parties, so it could be a play party. And the rule is typically that couples can come and right. then single or, women. And single women. Like the unicorns. No single dudes. Shockingly. No single dudes. Isn't that weird? So weird. those are the yeah. private play parties. There's also clubs. Like I know there's clubs. You can go to Yelp. There's like clubs in LA <laughs> that you could seriously. There's like sex clubs or play parties and stuff. You could find it. Like I would just Google literally like wherever you live. There's probably one nearby and you can go and there's you can just observe you don't have to do anything you just have to be a single single woman or with you could be with your partner and see what happens what is her and question i don't, start, even know I don't know. Question. she wants to know how to get into it do you have any other more any more questions yeah also i didn't see any references on like safety and such that are that's seen in the play parties because that's really important oh to me god personally. condoms usually um, yeah it's, it's vital but she's not um, going to have sex. I know there's most likely going to be condoms, but I do you have to like have uh, – this is how my mind works. Do you have to have your doctor's 
uh, sign-off sheet that says, hey, no. I'm FDIC. Okay, you're asking for all the, like, you walk in the door. What? Have, no, no one's going to ask you that. You well, should definitely use condoms. Right, let me see your papers. <laughs> um, no, they won't. And you have to use condoms. If you're having a threesome scenario, you change. If, if he's penetrating you and then he changes to another vagina, whatever, you, you change condoms all the time. Typically, these parties I've been to, there's, like, bowls of condoms everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, you'll be fine with that. And I think what I've, I've gone to these parties before and typically it starts out and it's just like a regular party. Like you don't walk in unless you're late, like three hours late and everyone's having sex. It's kind of just like you go in, people are drinking high and everyone knows that you're there to meet other people. Mm -hmm. But then eventually people will start talking and they'll dance and you'll look over and you'll be like, oh, there's two people in the corner and she's going down on him and he's, I mean like, and then sex will start to happen. But it's not like you walk in, I mean, I don't want to say these things don't exist, but the ones I've been doing, you'll just sort of well, you know get there what early. to do. You get there early enough I don't get the first person. party. Yeah, but, tr- but truly it's, I don't know where you're going to, you know, I can't say that they're all the same, but I think it's just going to kind of, you're going to know what to do. No one can force you into doing anything you don't want to do. Mm. And, um, Come prepared to say no too, and watch your alcohol and drug intake because you want to make good decisions. Have your faculties Don't about you. Don't need your drink, and uh, watch Eyes Wide Shut before you go. <laughs> yeah, it'll give you a nice little, uh, <laughs> a nice little warm up. Nothing will be as freaky as that. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, and just keep right. checking in with yourself and making sure it feels comfortable. And to be you. careful, Marcella. You're only—I t- know you're super smart and you're you're sharp and you, and you you feel like you know what's what's happening, but you're still only 22, and there's a chance that you know you could wake up at 25 and be uh, just all you know, spent. Right? Yeah. I don't I don't want that to happen no. either. So yeah. I, I promise I'll be careful. Be pragmatic and take notes and uh, she said she might not even be involved physically. So maybe yeah. just you know let's see what s- happens and don't be forced and watch. Yeah, exactly. Just check in with yourself. Gotcha. Okay. Good luck, Marcel. Okay. I love it. Keep us posted. Thank you, Thank you so much. Okay. Yes, I night. will. Thank okay. you very much. Thanks. Bye. Right. Bye bye. Next time she calls, she'll be like, Hey, it's me again, Marcella. Yeah. Been in the scene for a while now. Right. Exactly. Yeah, somebody's in me right now. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I can understand. See, she's speak. You're right. She's very smart. She knows it. She sounds like she's in a situation where she understands. On paper, though, you and I, I would be no, like seeing it. all sorts That's of red flags, right? Totally. Thirty-two-year-old dude, swinger, wants no. to bring her into we the tried. game. We listened. She's going to yeah. do what she wants to do. We gave her all the tips she needs. Okay, this was fun. I That's love it. the calls. You guys, don't you want to talk? I want to talk to you. I'm so happy right now. That was like energizing. It was fun. I, I, I missed like the I calls so like much. A run. Hey, Em, can I just or say had thank great you sex. very I feel much? Like I just had great sex with five listeners, but not in that way. Thank you very much for uh, giving me the opportunity to talk to these people again. Yeah, it feels good, right? It really does. Because, you know, I do, I do shows and whatnot, but we don't have the, uh, the capability of bringing in the calls on the, on the regular epic. like this. Right. So. And Eddie, thank you for setting him up. And Eddie will just check that box and uh, you go to sexwithemily.com, click on Ask Emily, and you can... Uh, let us know if you want to be called. If not, don't worry. We will still be doing email shows. Don't get upset and uh, answering your voicemails. And um, that was a great. That was a blast. Okay, thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. Congratulations, Father Anderson. Mm-hmm. And everyone go Makes check out. Makes me sound like a priest. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you. Awesome. Thank you very much. And um, thank you, everybody. Groupersthemovie.com yeah, is what everybody said. Let's have brunch. Yeah, one week. Uh, the, the morning of November 4th is the last moment of the campaign and uh we still need your help and if you're interested in having brunch with them uh, that's definitely uh one of the perks that awesome. is there okay yes. thank you thank you Ederson. um thank you producer madison thank you eddie for great calls thank you nate thank you ken Lori, jamie um i love you all thanks so much thanks for listening was it good for you email me feedback at sex with emily Earlier this month, my team and I decided it was time to take the freak out of getting freaky. 
That means being comfortable stepping out of your comfort zone and taking the shame out of your fantasies. Well, something a lot of couples think about but never act on is little male backdoor play. A great way to start exploring things back there is with the Black Pearl from Vibratex. The Black Pearl is a slender, vibrating prostate massager that is expertly sized and shaped to be the perfect introduction to anal play for you. Prostate stimulation can be incredibly satisfying and may even create stronger and more intense orgasms and help you stay harder longer. That's part of what makes the Black Pearl perfect for couples. You get the benefit of amazing orgasms and your partner benefits from a harder erection, not to mention the excitement of adding a new toy to your routine. The Black Pearl features a slender shape, is USB rechargeable, and is made of 100% body-safe silicone. Isn't it time to try something new? To order your Black Pearl or see the video I made about it, click the banner on my site or go to vibratex.com and search for Black Pearl. You won't regret it. Let's talk about the orgasm gap. You don't know what the orgasm gap is? Okay, so a little refresher. Men take anywhere between six to eight minutes to orgasm during intercourse. Women, between 20 and 40 minutes. You see the issue here? There's like a gap. Even if you don't have an issue with premature ejaculation, the fact remains women take longer to achieve orgasm than men do. A lot longer. But you can take action. You can. For starters, more foreplay. Foreplay is not just a suggestion, it's actually mandatory. And to help you narrow the orgasm gap during intercourse even more, try Promescent. See, Promescent is a clinically proven, FDA-approved product that can significantly delay ejaculation. So, why is that a good thing? Because if you're able to last longer, you'll have less anxiety about performing. You can focus on being in the moment with your partner, enjoying sex instead of stressing about it. And your partner gets a benefit of a longer, more intense experience. Doesn't that sound much better? Does that sound more fun? No more gaps? Not more sex, not more orgasms. God, this sounds good. Promescent is a topical spray that gets applied to the penis to improve a man's stamina. Unlike common delay sprays that make you numb, Promescent is quickly absorbed, allowing you to enjoy the sensations of sex. When used properly, it won't transfer to your partner, which trust me, nobody likes. What other product can help you last longer, have better sex, reduce performance anxiety, and improve your relationship? Exactly, none. And it's easier to buy Promescent than ever before because now it's available at your local Rite Aid and Target too. That's right, you can run out, get some today. Of course, you can also click on the Promescent banner on my site or visit promescent.com today.